Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Bora hey, iconic army. Bora hey. So we are super excited because Jin is coming out with a single. And just before recording, we found out that this single is in collaboration with Coldplay. Wow. Wow. We knew that it was going to be a special artist to Jin, but we had no idea who that artist was. And it just means so much that it's Coldplay. That collaboration, we talked at length about just how meaningful that collaboration was, how special yeah. it was. But I also think about the gift of the guitar yes. that I think Coldplay had given to Jen. Yes. Uh, Yes. I just think that it's so special that Chris Martin had given Jen that guitar and they had such a great collaboration with Coldplay with My Universe. So I'm really excited about what this song could be or will be. And mm -hmm. just sonically, I know that we're going to love okay. it. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today we're going to hang out for about an hour and we're going to talk about the recent BTS military enlistment announcement, and then we're also going to talk about the yet-to-come concert in Busan. Yes, but before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode documents, our monthly virtual Iconic Hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Yeah, thank you guys. Our charity of the month is the Star Legacy Foundation, which is starlegacyfoundation.org. October is Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month, so this foundation brings awareness and education about preventative measures. They also talk about how to best help 
help bereaved parents, which is obviously something very important because when you are dealing with a pregnancy or an infant loss, it's the worst thing you could ever go through. Mm -hmm. So this month is all about raising awareness about the prevalence of pregnancy loss and infant death and then just supporting those families that have experienced that. This past Saturday, October 15th, was the International Wave of Light where um, people all over the world lit a candle at 7 p.m. local time to honor the lives of babies who were gone too soon and this month just continues uh, throughout the rest of October in uh, trying to spread awareness and trying to raise funds to go towards causes that help parents and help things in this situation Mm -hmm. so please join us in educating yourselves and find ways to support and donate to the cause by going to starlegacyfoundation.org so I've sent it to you Kayla I'm just going to quickly read the official announcement that Big Hit put out to confirm that BTS is going to fulfill the mandatory military service. So they said, Big Hit Music is proud to announce today that the members of BTS are currently moving forward with the plans to fulfill their military service. After the phenomenal concert to support Busan's bid for the World Expo 2030, and as each individual embarks on solo endeavors, it's the perfect time and the members of BTS are honored to serve. Since the creation of BTS over 10 years ago, the band has risen to international success, broken records, and catapulted K-pop into the global stratosphere. Big Hit Music has focused to the milestone moment when it would be possible to respect the needs of the country and for those healthy young men to serve for their countrymen, and that's now. Group member Jen will initiate the process as soon as his schedules for his solo release is conducted at the end of October. He will then follow with the enlistment procedure of the Korean government. Other members of the group plan to carry out their military service based on their own individual plans. Both the company and the members of BTS are looking forward to reconvening as a group again around 2025 following their service commitment. With the release of their first anthology album earlier this year, it opened the path to allow the members to take some time to explore individual projects. As part of the Hive family, we support and encourage our artists and are beyond proud that they will each now have time to explore their unique interests and do their duty by being of service to the country they call home. Get to Come, The Most Beautiful Moment is more than a track from their latest album. It is a promise. There's much more yet to come in the years ahead from BTS. Wow. Just thinking about in the beginning of where it said since the creation of BTS over 10 years ago and then mentioning that it's catapulted K-pop into the global stratosphere. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, not only K-pop, but I feel like they make Korea as a country a global topic more than it was 10 years ago. Absolutely. I mean, I see articles written about Korean like economics or like businesses almost every day maybe it's just targeted towards me because of what I do but like I see like Korean businesses being advertised at like St. Louis Cardinals baseball games and stuff Mm -hmm. like I see it so many places and I just don't know that it was that prevalent 10 years ago we're definitely more involved in it now since we've been fans of BTS but it really does seem that way, like with the Korean wave or the Hayu wave, just going through all of that, we know that K-dramas, Korean food and culture and yeah. all of that, has it's been around, but that it really does seem like once BTS walked on the scene, like with how they spread rapidly throughout mm-hmm. the world, it's really brought much more awareness to it and have really contributed so much to that wave. Yeah. 
K-dramas on Netflix. Yeah. Like 10 years ago. No, no way. No. No way. Yeah. And the other part that really stuck out to me was, of course, them saying that Jin is going to initiate this process as soon as his solo release is concluded. And we know that he is putting out this single by the end of October. So as soon as whatever promotions he has planned for that have concluded, he will be enlisting. So that's really right around the corner. It's going to be here before we know it. From the concert, we kind of heard that Jen was going to be releasing a single or at least be doing some kind of solo work. And then to see that he's going to be the first one to go in totally makes sense with him being the eldest member. But I was a bit surprised that Jen having his solo work done now versus I thought he was going to be the last one to go. Right. At least with Festa, the dinner with Festa for 2022, it seemed that way that he would be one of the last ones. Right ended up not being that. So uh, we got this exciting news within this this release that Jin will be coming out with a a single at the end of the month. Something else that really stuck out that I think a lot of ARMYs are clinging to is that BTS plan to reconvene in 2025. We know. We know that they're coming back together. Through all of this, they are still BTS, the group, the seven brothers, like, Mm -hmm. together. And this has always been their plan, even before we knew if enlistment was official or not. We knew since Proof. We knew since Festa. We knew that no matter what work they do individually on their own, they are still a group. They're always acting as a member of BTS, and they always like fully intend to come back as bts yeah 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 and you see that with the solo work too it's j-hope of Of bts BTS. right so uh, we'll continue to see them being just members of bts even as they go into their solo work also they said the release of their first anthology album first So to Mm. me, I'm like, okay, so after enlistment, they're going to come back like this is their full like second chapter of all of their new music. Mm. And at the end of that, they're going to cap it off with another anthology album. And they're just thinking lifelong. That's just me and my army like dream. They're just like, we're just going to keep doing this. Why not? Why not? (laughs) I mean, yeah, I hadn't really noticed or took importance to the word first anthology, but yeah, you yeah. have a good point there. This is a very calculated statement, you know, oh. like they thought about every single word. <laughs> yes. So with first, I'm just like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Means that there there's plans for more. Right. More anthologies. Right. Yeah. What I, I would be so happy about if they, in their second chapter, they right. end up having an anthology to conclude that second chapter. Right. It would make so much sense. It would make a amazing. lot of sense. Iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not to change the topic, but just 2025 we can make it. We're all going to still be here come 2025. <laughs> it's really around the corner. Yeah. Like, we're almost done with 2022. Right. Like, and then like 2023 is going to be a breeze. 2023, like, I think we'll get a lot of that solo work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we expect that maybe, you know, about by halfway through 2023, just from what we know right now, they might all be enlisted by then or mm-hmm. almost all of them enlisted by then. So that's at least knowing that we're having new music and new stuff from them up until that point. Mm-hmm. And we know like HYBE and BTS are not going to go all that time without feeding ARMY in some way. Like right. maybe if it's not new music, they're going to have other things coming out. Like maybe something like an In the Soup style something or documentaries. like documentaries, a document. Oh my God, documentaries yeah. or like, you know, um, a uh, concert recap concert yeah. yeah like anything they mm-hmm. could put out and have us you know be engaged in some way I'm sure that they will I'm sure they've already 
done a couple more run episodes or before sure. Jen enlists, they might yeah. do another couple run episodes, those special episodes we get every now and then. Right. So I do not foresee just a complete absence of BTS content. Right. Like, that's not going to happen. Right. And I'm sure that Big Hit and Hype has really put a lot of thought into how they're going to sustain the audience, even though we are such a loyal fan base. Mm-hmm. It's not really needed. But, you know, I think a lot of armies are kind of grieving or a little bit fearful of, you know, we're going to miss them. Yeah. And we're going to have that lack of engagement from yeah. BTS because they'll be doing their what we think is about 18 months right it's kind of up in the air and how long right. that is but typically 18 to 18, 21 months depending yeah. on their posting and whatever typically around but 18 months yeah. yeah I mean I was definitely feeling that way I was feeling sad like I was expecting this for a long time I felt like it was really like after all of this back and forth and discussion on will they have to serve or won't they mm-hmm. I kind of had resolved myself to expecting that they would have to just privately to myself yeah and so when the news came you know I was just kind of like shocked but mostly shocked that they finally we finally know because Mm -hmm. it felt like it had been so long that we just had no idea um but I guess later on throughout the day I started to feel a little sad just as I sat with it more. Didn't and your coworker about it. ask? My coworker if you were asked about sad? it, and yeah. just because I hadn't given myself really time to think about it at all, you know, and I hadn't really told anyone at mm-hmm. work, and she was like, "Oh, are you sad?" And I was like, mm, "Yeah, I guess I am," you know. Yeah. Um, and so it just kind of hit me, and like I know, I know that they're going to be connecting with us in some way during that time, and that there will be like content to look forward to. But I think like I'll still miss them, mm-hmm. and you know, like it's just something like you said this right before we recorded. Like this is something that we have been that's been looming over us since we started this podcast yeah. of when will BTS enlist and what will that look like for us as fans? What will that be like for them as people mm-hmm. what would that do for the podcast and you know so it's like we're facing it finally yeah yeah it has been looming over us and bts for a long long time yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that i hate the most is when you know i share that i'm into bts or whatever you know those just awful like white middle-aged men you know is what I go to the worst people (laughs) the only question they seem to have is what about military enlistment what are you gonna do when that happens you know are they gonna have to serve and I just it's one of those questions that's just like ah like it really gets all of army like heated right and so now you had this more reaction of you felt very sad didn't know what it was gonna look like for the future we all don't really know what it's gonna look like clearly for the future Mm -hmm. I took this very different approach I just felt angry mm-hmm. for some reason and it was more so just like uh, just thinking about everything they have done you know for their country and from my own perspective right. you know and I know that over this past year it seems like every other day we were getting articles about what's going on with the with the enlistment whether or not they were going to uh, get exempt, you know, all these things were that it was in the talks, it was in the works. And I had sent, I would send it to you all the time, right. Kayla, and be like, can they just make a decision? Right. And now they have finally made a decision, but I'm like, wow, they, 
spent all this time talking about it and then they're just like nope <laughs> you gotta serve right yeah so right uh, i mean it, it is what it is i yeah. mean you brought up a valid point earlier which is that we didn't technically get anything from the government saying they have to Mm-mm. but it's just big hit themselves releasing the statement saying they've made the decision to now yeah um so it's evidently become such a long endeavor process, process right. that the you know bts either can't wait on them anymore or it's so uncertain that it's ever going to happen you know or it's likely that it's not going to yeah. happen that they would ever be exempt from it right yeah that's that's a really great point i just want to go back to the very first sentence of big hit statement where mm-hmm. they said big hit music is proud to announce today that the members of bts are currently moving forward with plans to fulfill their military service so yeah. I mean, that sentence makes it seems like potentially the BTS members were just like, honestly, even if we did get exempt, do we even want to be exempt? Exactly. Right. Like in the long run, what would that look like on the other side? Right. What kind of backlash? Right. X, Y, Z. Maybe we just put this to rest and just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Part of our conversation earlier was that it's kind of a double edged sword. If they were to get exempt or if even if they were given the choice, you can serve or you can be exempt. Like if they are, then half of the population that is so for military service and so for, you know, so against people getting exempt from it would be in an uproar and BTS would have to defend themselves against that. And it's already such a stigmatized, shameful thing to not serve because it's a mandatory thing. Everyone has to do it. There's like so much talk about how miserable it can be at times, you know, based on conditions or treatment. Um, But everyone is like, I had to experience it. So you do too. Fair Mm -hmm. is fair type of mindset. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for BTS to be exempt and then to have to face that type of mindset, that would be incredibly challenging. Like they don't need that on top of everything else. On top of everything. Right. Right. I like they've been first for a lot of things and it's been amazing that they've been first for them, but I don't think they need to be first for taking like the backlash of the first K-pop idols excluded from service. Absolutely. Like they don't deserve that hate. They don't. They really don't. Yeah. And I think like proudly, you know, I don't think that that word should be undermined because BTS have always proudly been Korean and always shown it in their music, in their visual representations. Mm -hmm. Like I think about Idol all the time. I think about all the performances in that era that highlighted Korean culture to such a high degree. Um, Even where we were dissecting the music video of Idol and like every single little thing was hearkening back to Korean culture. Korean it felt culture, like, yeah. I mean, I just, they've always been so proud of who they are. Their that, Korean lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, performing in Korean instead of in English or something like that. Um, yeah. I think that they are proud to do this. For me, it's the, the lengths that they've gone to for their country. Right. I feel like they've really done their country proud up right. to this point. And that's a lot of the discourse that's out there yeah. about it, too. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of people, like, not just you, but, like, people in the Korean government have said prior to this decision. I mean, that's why they were considering, you know, this exemption, you know, because there are a lot of people in Korea who are have thought about what BTS have done for the country. And so we're going to get into to some of that. We're going to talk about some Korean political figures and just kind of the discourse that's gone on there yeah. in this decision of you know BTS, whether they could be exempt or not from right. military service. Right. I've never been this nervous in my life. 
Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. We got some of this information from a great PBS.org article titled Korean pop group members will perform mandatory military service in South Korea. So this is a quote from that article saying, since South Korea's draft interrupts young males in their professional careers or studies, the dodging of military duties or creation of exemptions is a highly sensitive issue. Opinion surveys in recent weeks showed that the public was split over whether the BTS members should serve in the military. So when I was looking more into it, it was a really close like almost 50 50 split of like should they shouldn't they should they have to or shouldn't they have to Mm -hmm. um and also just in looking into this i found stats about um the young people's perspective of military service like a lot of people between like 18 and 29 have a very negative um idea of having to conscript into the military whereas a lot of people who are older especially people who have already done their service think that everybody should have to do it Mm -hmm. um so with the younger audience with it not being a popular thing of people wanting to do that um i think that also played a factor in the korean government's like not wanting to give bts an exemption because they could be so popular with the youth and they don't want to deter the youth or make the youth think even more negatively about the mandatory service that they're definitely going to have to do and definitely not going to be excluded from yeah that's an excellent point yeah but what i think is so valuable about this poll though is it does show that there is this there's a divide worldwide, you know, right. but here in Korea, I mean, there in Korea specifically, there's a divide of whether or not, hey, I feel like they do need to serve or right. there's a lot of people who are saying, no, I don't think they need to. They've, right. they've really done a lot for South Korea. So right. just as many people saying, I don't think that they need to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of going off of that, Defense Minister Lee Jong-soop said in August that if BTS members join the military, they would likely be allowed to continue practicing and to join with a group of tours for tours overseas. So this was mentioned back in August. This was one of those like very many articles that were coming around, I would say late spring, early summer, Mm -hmm. where a lot of this conversation was going on. What I found interesting about this is that like, yes, they're still saying like, hey, they're going to need to be enlist and be a part of the military, but we could still potentially allow them to go as a group and tour overseas, which I don't know how I feel about this because to me, this makes it seem like they're having to do twice the work. You know, I think I would rather just have them serve in the military and not have to do be a K-pop idol on top of it. Right. Right. Um, That just means that they're double booked. Right. So it looks like it, provide some kind of freedom i know no offense to this defense minister but you know like like it's a little bit of a compromise on the face value yeah but it would be twice the amount of work it just seems like it'd be twice the amount of work yeah Yeah. but i like the idea that that freedom provides a little bit like Mm -hmm. that's definitely a change from what there has been right but still it would be a lot of work yeah and it would mean that bts could still be musicians and still you know do what they're passionate about right but yeah so that does 
that's a good point. There is some kind of compromise going on there. Right. Um, not sure if this is actually going to stay true or carry over once they actually right, do because enlist. it was just something that was it said. was just talked about right just yeah. talked about yeah so according to the hanhap news agency park young jun the mayor of the city of busan asked the presidential office to allow the seven members of bts the alternative to military service that's occasionally granted to the country's high-profile athletes and classical artists. So Mayor Park proposed that the global K-pop stars instead serve as public relations ambassadors in Busan's bid to host the 2030 World Expo, expecting a, quote, aggressive promotional drive from BTS would give the city a leg up. Wow. Again, so it's like, you know, when they talked about the 2030 World Expo, I was thinking, wow, this is another situation where they're really using BTS to their advantage. The right. country is using BTS to their advantage to hold this massive event, the 2030 World Expo. And the fact that, you know, the mayor of Busan is saying, hey, we could have them work as you know, public relations ambassadors to help bring this event to our country and to bring attention mm -hmm. to Busan and to South Korea. Mm -hmm. And that could be a way of, of serving. And then to see that they it did do this, right. <laughs> they did do this for their country and the city of Busan. And, you know, of course they are, you know, still enlisting. Still enlisting. Oh, it just raises so many question marks for me as to, what is going on behind the scenes here? I, I have no idea. Because this seems like a very like lucrative and positive thing in the in the from the perspective of, like government. Yeah. Like, wow, this is going to bring so much money, tourism, like revenue and recognition to this area and to the country as a whole. And they could not like if they're not enlisting and this plan is continuing where they're basically like Busan ambassadors to the world, yeah. then that's like a, like, you know, like an ad partnership for who knows how long, mm -hmm. you know, for years as they're preparing for this 2030 expo. Mm -hmm. And it's BTS who are announcing that they're enlisting. Like, it makes me think that they're like, we'll do this concert. Like, great like in mm -hmm. good faith you know like we're we have two members from busan we'd love to do a, a concert and bring recognition in this way but maybe they don't want to be these mouthpieces these ambassadors yeah try you know until they secure you know and to be used in this way like i think what they've done for south korea like serving as ambassadors to the un or going to the White House, what incredible opportunities and amazing things that they've done. But like Jimin said, after their White House visit and his Weirdverse post, like he's not meant for this. Like mm -hmm. this is, he doesn't, he feels out of his depth. Yeah. You know, why, who is he to be going to the White House and speaking with these global leaders, mm -hmm. like just because of his right. like popularity. It feels like out of your scope. Like yeah. for me as a medical professional, I'm like, man, that if I were to try to give advice to someone on like a medical condition that like really wasn't related to anything I had background in, I'd be mm -hmm. like, this is out of my scope of practice. Mm -hmm. Like, it, you know, so I feel like for him, he felt that way. Like right. this is so immense speaking on these topics at the White House when really I'm I'm a K-pop idol, right. you know, I'm, I'm a dancer and, and they're a singer. there to inform the white house on how to approach Asian hate in America. Yeah. I mean, and that's such a, like a nuanced topic that, you know, 
do they have all of the, you know, knowledge and background to be able to speak on that? Yeah. Just, you know. But he was still very grateful. Of course, and, of course, of course. You know, proud but, to have been able to, d- to do that. But right. You, like you were saying, the list is endless of what they've done. You know, the diplomatic passports. Um, they've also done just like straight commercials for tourism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in Korea. Um, just the major companies that come right. out of Korea, they're brand ambassadors for, you know, they've, they've done a lot, you know. And so I'm really happy that they did this concert for the 2030 mm-hmm. World Expo because I just felt like that concert was incredible for ARMY right. and BTS. And I totally see why BTS were proudly hopped on the opportunity to do it. Um, I do think that the mayor of, of Busan was saying, Hey, see, like, this is really, they're helping our country here, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe was trying to use that as a reason that maybe the, the military enlistment could be right. excused. Right. I see where he was going. With but still, it. I mean, like maybe they're like, wanting to take a step back from that role, that public role. And so they're choosing the military enlistment instead of having to be that, that ambassador. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, totally. Could be anything. I just don't want them to (laughs) just be used so much. Right. And so I feel like maybe that's them choosing like not to be used. Right. Enlisting instead of being this mouthpiece for, Uh, You know, because if they don't enlist on some sort of deal, like we'll be an ambassador for Busan in this way, Uh, then they're always tied to that. And they're trapped in it. Yeah, They're trapped in that. And then every time South Korea is like, hey, you need to go be the ambassador for Daegu or for Jeju Island or, you know, like then they have to do that every time because they never enlisted. They never served. You're right. Yeah. There's so many more cons. Right. To going that route. Yeah. That's a that's a really interesting perspective like I hadn't thought about that that maybe they just don't want to be that mouthpiece right right? and they're like no I'd rather just do the military service and have it be done that's kind of where I'm at with it right just get it over with yeah get it over with. I feel like they just got to that point yeah yeah don't blame them I really hadn't thought about that at all until I had seen this quote in this way with what uh-huh. we had also talked about. A statement made by the president of Korea Singers Association, Lee Jae-yeon, uh, who shared similar beliefs back in June after BTS announced their uh, hiatus from FESTA. And back then, this statement wasn't wholeheartedly received well from ARMY because they were like, just let BTS rest. Like, don't ask them to come back right now. But I think... Overall, his message is really sound. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is a public statement that he's making directly to HYBE and BTS and also the Korean government. Like, that's who he titled it to. Wow. So he's being direct. Yeah. So he says, I'm overcome by my fear and concern that the BTS Hayu wave of a movement possessing the greatest cultural soft power that the world has ever witnessed will vanish soon. In the years leading up to the birth of this movement, it was believed that finding the next Beatles would be very would be a very difficult achievement. And now we have arrived to the point where it's difficult to hope for the next BTS to emerge anytime soon. Thus, there's a great concern that the heartbeat of Hayu will cease. He concluded by saying, if BTS goes away, the missionaries of Hayu and Korean culture armies also go away. South Korea's tourism industry will suffer and it will be difficult to hope for a future for South Korea as a hub of culture in Asia. The special laws allotted to the sports and classical music and arts industries for mandatory service must be extended to popular culture as well. 
The need for attention and action regarding this existing issue is pressing. The government and National Assembly of South Korea must pay mind to this matter so that the Hayu boom can continue to spread and BTS can continue to promote actively as a group. Please pursue a revision of existing military service laws. So this is just someone very prominent in the Korean music industry who is, you know, really trying to prevent this service from happening because Mm -hmm. they know the soft power. They understand the impact that BTS has globally and at home in Korea. Mm -hmm. This is really similar to what the mayor of Busan was talking about is just like BTS's impact and their ability to bring attention. Um, And you had even sent me a tweet earlier with a Korean army asking iArmies to not buy Korean products or not go to (laughs) Korea and tour Korea while BTS is enlisted just to not give them any more money or revenue and really show the impact that they have and Mm -hmm. what not having them is going to do. Yeah. What I do love about this quote, though, is that, you know, he mentions soft power and the significance of soft power. Also, the fact that he, since he's... um, the president of the Korea Singers Association, knowing that he he brings up that exemption for the classical arts and the arts industry and that, you know, he sees the importance of how that should also carry over into pop culture. Mm -hmm. But I feel that that's where a lot of divide potentially could be going on and seeing like it's not like an Olympian or classical musician who they say brings prestige to the country, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe because it's pop culture and it's K idols that it's not seen on the same level. Like, you know, for a lot of the people who are in power right now or for, you know, who is the defense ministry or whoever, you know, a lot of the people who are in power, I would say like a lot of people who have already served to like, we talked about have that feeling of I did it. Everybody else should do it. Like this is the way it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean... Just thinking about the idea of soft power, that was pretty new to us, mm -hmm. too. And it... Yeah. I think that BTS for sure is changing the way that things have been done. Mm -hmm. And at least it's raising questions, you know, and that maybe, you know, there should be uh, some changes made. Right. Where these people in the very public eye prominently are talking about we need to make changes to this law to allow it for popular culture as well like that's pretty significant yeah yeah i don't think that bts army are going anywhere though <laughs> like and no. i also don't think the korean wave is just gonna come to a complete stop right for him to say like <laughs> he underestimates us for yeah. him to say if bts goes away army also go away no. like i don't think so nah. no way the loyalty runs deep <laughs> yeah Hell yeah yeah Although the current exemption to service applies only to elite athletes and classical musicians, South Korea's culture, sports, and tourism minister, Hwang Hee, said back in May that the provision should be expanded. So, just so you know, he is the cultural, sports, and tourism minister. And he ended up saying, it's time to create a system for incorporating popular culture art figures as an art personnel. The system has been operated meaningfully to give those who have enhanced the national status based on their excellent skills more chances to contribute to the country. And there is no reason the popular art culture field should be excluded from this. I feel like BTS definitely fall into this category. Right, yeah. Like, they they have done this. The way that he's putting it in this light of like, hey, we've 
offered this exemption to elite athletes and classical musicians because of how they enhance the country with these specific excellent skills, which mm-hmm. BTS definitely has and has very much contributed to the country. That's why there's been lots of questions of whether or not BTS would serve because of everything that, you know, the immense success that they've brought. I just think it's great that he's putting it in this light to say, hey, this really should be reaching into popular culture, like the art, the popular art culture that goes on. Right. And in response to this... We, there was the defense ministry. Mm-hmm. What they ended up saying was exempting pop culture artists from military service, even though they have made a contribution to the country's reputation, is not in line with the government's stance to uphold justice and fairness. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. When we talk about military service, there's just, it's ingrained in the culture mm-hmm. in Korea. And one of those things is that every, every male serves, you know, that like no one really gets exempt where this is the, the justice, the fairness that every male has to do it. And so honestly, the people who are exempt are ostracized, um, you know, and really not treated well at all. You know, that's always a mark on them. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, like it reflects poorly on you because, you know, this is like, in Korean culture, it's seen as serving your country mm-hmm. and like this is just the utmost service you yeah. can do for one another, that collectivism. Right. I mean, it really country. is like that great equalizer for them. Like mm-hmm. no matter who you are or what you have in life or what you don't have, like everybody does this and you all have that, at least all the men have all that shared experience. They mm-hmm. all go through what service is. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, I really understand that and I see that and I definitely see why BTS would be like, you know what, the exemption isn't even really worth that, you know, like you were saying, they've had a lot of firsts, they've made a lot of waves, they've changed a lot of how things have been working in Korea just with their, their impact. This might be just too much, right. you know, they really, I, I don't want that weighing on them. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they don't want that weighing on them, but I do like that there is, people are rethinking some of the, um, the ways that military service is, is working, like yeah. how, like Huang He, Huang He, what he's saying here of like, hey, we have created exemptions for these very specifically skilled artists and athletes and BTS really, you know, is no exemption to that. You know, they, they've done a lot of this too for our country in the, in the very same way. It's not just that they make music, but it's the, the impact that their music has had around the world, um, that gives them this, that helps them fall into this category on top of their diplomatic work with the UN and with the white house and, Mm -hmm. you know, all of their other, you know, kind of adventures in that regard too. I, it's just hard. It's really hard to, you know, but at least the conversation is happening and, you know, all that matters is that, you know, maybe there will be progress in that way. Um, but this quote from 
Huang He was back in May, which was right before the new president or right around when the new president took office. And this new president is a, you know, very, very conservative. Um, you know, he was elected by a bunch of guys who voted for him because he ran on a platform that the women in the workforce stole their jobs. Yep. Um, so just yep. really not great. And so, I mean, I, we could not expect this presidency to make this change mm -hmm. like this is an incredibly progressive change to the military system incredibly and the, progressive right to yeah. the conscription system that's i mean like mandatory service has been like going since 1957 in korea and like this, I don't think this presidency is going to allow that to change. And yeah. I feel like it all boils down to that. Like, yeah. regardless of BTS trying to make extensions and not serve, or if they ultimately wanted to serve, or what really went behind closed doors for them, we know that the government, they were not going to let it happen right now. Yeah. I think, like, you, you were talking about earlier that President Moon, the prior president, really yeah. seemed to set this up like this could happen and would happen he and that he wanted it too. It. Yeah. 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 I think them winning the cultural merit award, them getting diplomatic passports, speaking mm -hmm. at the United Nations twice, um, speaking at the white house. Right. I mean, they were, they were involved in a lot of political light too. And right. so I just felt that he really was setting the stage for them to have like particular criteria that could get them exempt. Right. Um, because they had done so much for their country and he was so grateful for everything they had done. You could see that with President Moon that he mm -hmm. just felt like the Cultural Merit Award is not handed out to like no. rarely anyone. No. So it, it was such an honor for BTS right. to have received that. I felt that that's maybe what President Moon was doing. Like he right. kind of wanted to offer those little stepping stones that could maybe lead them to like specific criteria to allow that exemption. And so I felt like that was in the talks for a lot of um, the government when mm -hmm. they were considering maybe BTS could be exempt. Mm -hmm. But like you were saying, it's a, it's so ingrained. I just hope that BTS are doing what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Based on what we saw in Busan at the concert, I it seems know. like they're all happy and, and well. Amazing. And I'm really glad that, you know, maybe they knew back around Festa time that they would have to enlist. And they just, like Jim Couldn't said at the it. Festa dinner, we can't say it all, you know. Yeah. There's so many things that we can't tell you. And so if that's the case, I love that they have taken this time and that like they got to go experience and do things that they wanted to do and like have like this time almost like time off um like Namjoon traveling to Switzerland and all those different museums that he got to go to and mm -hmm. um Taeyang going to what like Paris Fashion Week and is that what he did yeah, yeah yeah something like that yeah. yeah I mean I just they got to really J-Hope doing Jack in the Box Jack and Hobie Palooza I yeah. mean amazing and they got to experience these different things and it was like okay like I love that they were able to have that time it wasn't like let's have another comeback or do something else real quick as a mm -hmm. group like if they wanted to relax and have some time off before joining the military they're getting it which I think is really great yeah me too yeah I'm proud of them always will be yeah they know what's best for themselves mm -hmm. and this is I mean, this really seemed like something that it was unavoidable, right. you know, like this, this day, it's finally come, right. <laughs> it's finally come. It's so, finally. um, just know that if you're upset, it's okay to be upset. If you're a little like, what the heck, maybe a little mad, mm -hmm. it's okay too. Yeah. But we hope that this conversation helped you understand the different 
perspectives and nuances that went into all of this happening Mm -hmm. um, because it was really a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of moving, moving parts here. Yeah. Yeah. We've tiptoed around this conversation for a long time, but now that we have an answer, like at least we have an answer and we can kind of talk about why it's been such, you know, you know, it's not a topic that's taken lightly. Mm -hmm. For sure. Before all of this enlistment news even happened was the concert that they had. The World Expo 2030 Busan Korea concert yet to come in Busan. Incredible, iconic. Yes, the concert. Ugh, iconic. It happened at like three, four in the morning our time. Four in the morning our time. <laughs> you know, yep. wouldn't, wouldn't be a BTS concert if it wasn't us waking up at ungodly hours right. to watch them. But so <laughs> worth it. So the concert was held in support of Busan's bid to host the 2030 World Expo. Busan is one of the four cities and they're running to host the event. Um, so it's a World's Fair that's proposed to be taking place in, in 2030. Um, it sounds like the Borough International Desk Expositions will vote on the winning country this coming year. You know, I'm pretty sure. So Busan is in the running for that. And this is one of the activities or festivals they had in, yeah. in hopes that they would bring some attention to their city. Yeah. And, and win the bid. So this ended up being a whole like festival show. Um, it wasn't just the concert. So at 5 PM Korean standard time, they had the Lottie world parade at 6 PM. They had the concert, which was held at the Busan aside main stadium in Busan, South Korea. And then at 9 PM, they had a drone show and it was a display that happened at Gwangali beach. And they played BTS songs while like displaying bursts of like BTS with their names underneath yeah, them. Yeah, so amazing. Yeah, it was really, really cool. It was like hundreds of drones. Yeah. We tried counting I think, them. I think, okay, we think it was 400. 400? You think it was 400 drones? Yeah, because there was, when they all came together at the end, right, they got in rows of five and we were like, how many drones do you think is in each row? And you said like 20. That I seemed about right. <laughs> and there was, so funny there that was we four spent of the time those, doing so this. Gotta be like 400. Yeah. Probably four, four between four and five hundred <laughs> drones, but we're like, how many right. drones do you think are there? And like when they were lining up to land, we're like, okay, hold there's these bunches. Right. There's about twenty in a right. bunch. There's five five rows across. Like, yeah. Uh, that like happened at like what, six in the morning? Oh my, probably. Probably. <laughs> Anyways, and then at ten o'clock they had like an after party. So, so much fun getting to see that they had this whole festival-style show that had multiple events. The drone show was was pretty neat, honestly. So, this concert was streamed on Weverse and Naver Now. Armies also watched on other streaming platforms such as Twitch or wherever they could find a functioning stream. There was a lot of streaming issues with streams being laggy, buffering, or going down completely throughout the entire show. Let's talk about the set, because mm-hmm. the set was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, it was. It was one massive stage that stretched the entire side of the stadium, like the long end of the stadium with the entire crowd facing them from the other side, from the floor and, you know, the other side of the stadium. Mm -hmm. Super huge. And the entire stage looked like the proof album cover with the BTS logo and army doors moving outward on both sides. And they were all screens. So Mm -hmm. throughout the entire audience, you could see each BTS member projected up at the screen at, you know, any given time. Um, Incredible experience. 
experience for that. Um, so we just love to see all the live footage throughout the concert. Like if you saw one member in front of you, then you saw the rest of them on the screen yeah. behind it. It was pretty great. It was a really neat set. Like those screens were massive, like seriously, no budget. They just went right. all out for it. Right. Um, I particularly remember seeing like the Jack in the Box colors when J-Hope was rapping and just so neat. Like you really got to see each and every member. You right. got to really feel like the the ambiance change with each and every song mm-hmm. because of these screens and they could just do whatever with it because right. they were a digital screen so um, so massive yeah really really neat yeah yeah and then sitting on the stage they had like yet to come props so we saw like the spring day train and the carousel and some other props that we see in the yet to come music video there and even mm-hmm. like at the very end of the concert we see like the spring day train that they're on um and then you know like we see like the bus in the background there's you know just some other things yeah the carousel for sure yeah that really stood out yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the visuals God. of all of the members. Oh like what really God. stood out about so each hot. and every one of them during this concert. Like Fuck. when they first came out, mm-hmm. truthfully, my eye was like pulled right to Jimin. Mm. His luscious, like light brown hair. Mm. Like a, first off, all of the members have like yeah. longer hair right now, including Jimin. Jimin, it's just this such light, mm-hmm. fluffy brown hair. And gorgeous. I'm like, wow, he looks so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And luscious. Mm sexy yes yeah i mean at one point he was wearing that super loose like black v-neck that he kept lifting up no. super loose no lots no, no. of chest lots, lots of, of abs just yeah. lots of never mind slip tattoo Stop. slips there. yeah yeah <laughs> kill me Let's talk about J-Hope in these highlights Fuck. with a mullet. No. I truthfully feel like Hobie Palooza changed J-Hope. <laughs> like Jack in the Box, like we've got yeah. just like a whole new Jungho Sock This is a now. different man. He's unstoppable. Mm. He is a different man. Yeah, his He's energy changed. was in fucking sane. <laughs> the highlights. Gosh, <sighs> those highlights are... Oh, just so sexy on him. Mm. Oh, man. He looked fantastic. Yeah, he did. High energy. Just like... A star, a complete star. We've said that before, but like it's now more than ever. He also had such a sexy glare on, like the whole time. Mm. Damn. No, never. (laughs) Yeah, Jungkook has like really long hair too, and it's nice and curly. Like it's super curly. We're like, does he have a perm, or is it naturally curly like that? Like we really don't know. But really long, lots of curls, lots of curls. Mm -hmm. He looks. So hot, so handsome, lip piercing. Oh, Damn. just Ugh. amazing. So hot, so Square sexy. Jaw. But also, like, for some reason, for me, the entire concert, all I could think about is just how he is such a sweetie pie. 100%. Like, he seems like a complete sweetie pie throughout the entire concert. He was like his most maknae maknae that he's been in years yeah. in this concert, I feel like. Like there was some totally. points where I was like, he is straight up adorable right now. Uh-huh. Like how is this sexy, sexy man with these big muscles and this square ass jaw piercing. and uh. lip piercing and eyebrow piercing, like looking purely cute right now. Yeah. yeah. Sweet baby. And then Young, oh God, like who put him in leather, like full leather, like motor jacket, leather, leather pants. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I know we're talking about visuals, but like his facial expressions, his the energy that he was exuding on stage yeah. was just overwhelmingly seductive and just like uh, over the top, over the top. Uh, living I, his best life. Uh, yeah. Again, it was just like 
we've always had this like sexy, very charismatic Young, mm. but like for this concert, it just seemed like they all were giving everything they had. Yeah. It was like they turned it up 20 notches. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, especially I, they announced enlistment right after this concert. They knew that this was their last like thing they're doing as a group before enlistment. What a way. Yeah. Like go they with really a bang. They really gave it their all. Yeah. For real. Yeah, yeah, you're so right. Oh, fucking Kim Nam June. I just have to say this jet black hair parted mm-hmm. down the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I was dying the yeah. entire time. Just anytime he's on stage, just looking down the bridge of his nose at like at us. No, I just could not handle, could not handle. God, he's so massive. So massive. So, so huge. Big. Like I've seen him live three times and I can't believe how fucking massive he is. Like when fuck? he runs across the stage, I just like his whole body is just... Yeah. <laughs> not jiggling but you know just mm. like there's mass there's lots of mass yeah yes that's yeah. the best way to say it mass <laughs> uh-huh that's a that's a whole man like <laughs> yeah. you know um god and yungi his like his hair is super fucking long right now yeah. also black i fucking love the tucked behind the ear the tucked behind the ear like, amazing I thought, I thought that was Young's move but you right like, right you learned from him i guess i know <laughs> I, but then at the same time i was like this is fucking august d right here yeah. like when he was spitting with that hair tucked behind his ear i'm like this is so hot yeah. um but also we heard that in sound check he had his hair up in a bun yeah mm, amazing yeah which apparently he also kind of has it up. We've seen like clips from the uh, dance practice video on Young's Instagram story. You can also tell he has it pulled back in that. So mm-hmm. can't wait for the official vid. Uh, I hope it drops. Yeah. Soon. I We're hope Young isn't just messing with us. <laughs> he would. Literally. Um, okay. And also fucking Kim Seok Jin. This entire concert, like not only visual king, but vocal king at the same time. Mm -hmm. Wow. But he looked absolutely stunning. Full Full forehead. forehead. Ooh. Oh, he had it out. He just looks so handsome. One of the best foreheads. I mean, a top, a top to your forehead. Uh, He was absolutely wrecking. He was catching both of our eyes from like the beginning of mic drop. Very first song. From the very back. We're like, Like, Jin. Back row. We're like, Jin. What? Like finding his window at any moment. God. Yeah. Yeah. I remember just being like, Jen, wrecking from the back. Like, really, we're both though? like, really, we could just. And we both had the same thought, same time. Yeah. Yeah. He was <laughs> destroying. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about this set list a little bit. Um, so we really, I don't think we walked into the concert with any expectations of the set list. No. Um, like not really knowing what they were going to have. I think we definitely weren't expecting to see any songs we hadn't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, we really weren't on Twitter or anything, so we hadn't seen. Some people had figured out kind of what the set list was going to be, um, but we didn't know what to expect. We were both thinking maybe like BTS best hits type scenario right. again, like kind of like what Permission to Dance right. was. Maybe some solos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we were pretty dang surprised at what ended up getting played. So um it was kind of like a three-part series. In the first part, they did Mic Drop, Run BTS, Into Run. Then they had an opening Mint. Then they did Save Me, Zero O'Clock, and then Butterfly. Then the rap line came in after that with Ugg and then Cypher Part 3. Yeah. So let's just talk about Part 1 a little bit here. Yeah. So 
Mic Drop was like a rock version remix, which they did this with a few songs throughout the concert, which they gave us like little their, you know, their live concert version, which sparked some army on Twitter saying, why doesn't BTS or Hybe release a concert version of an album? Please. I would buy, I would buy that in an instant. Yeah. Yeah. The um, Dionysus Trap remix. For real. Yeah. Put it on an album. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was really cool for them to give us that remix to start off with. And then Namjoon, in that song, he said, live your life, suckers. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, instead of just live your life. So that had a, a lasting impact for sure. It, it did. It did. And then after after this, they ended up going into run BTS. So Kayla at your house, I can't lie. It was what? Four in the morning. It was probably four fifteen. I had, I don't know how I even drove to your house. Honestly, like it was three 30 in the morning when I drove over, got there at four. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know I'm here. I'm here. I'm present, but I wasn't standing. I was sitting, you know, just on the couch and right. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Mic drop. Get it. Get it. Oh yeah. Like they all look hot. And then Run BTS came on and was like, I just fully sat up. I'm like, all right, hold up, hold up. Are we getting a Run BTS? Like, you have my attention now. Like, it's not like you didn't have my attention, but like, I am fully present. Right. Ooh-wee. We got to talk about just like all of the choreography. Right. Just the, the stage presence from all of them. What I really remember watching it first time through was just like, Maknae's are present and they are giving it their all. Like I felt like Young, Jungkook and Jimin just like, I don't, it's the energy level was just insane. Yeah. I it's, they always come performing their best, but right. it just seemed like they were putting so much enthusiasm, absolutely everything they had into this performance. Mm. And for me, it felt like they've been dying to perform this right. song. Yes. Or like they were thinking about how badly Army has been waiting for it. Like I've been waiting since June. <laughs> like I was a little butthurt about like, dang, proof promos, but no run BTS. Right. Like you know, I was a little sad. Right. <laughs> Maybe like they saved it for this moment. They knew this moment was coming, they and must they have. just wanted to like like go out with a bang for real. Like. Mm-hmm. Th- to perform a never have been performed song at this concert, yeah. incredible, iconic, iconic, it's I- iconic, fucking iconic. Hands I mean, down. the one and only performance of Run BTS here. Um, I totally agree with you. The Maknae's put every single ounce of energy that they had into this performance. They mm-hmm. were going so hard, especially fucking Young. He was eating it up from every single lyric to every facial expression, every dance move, fucking killing it. I mean, I feel like I'm always thirsting over Young, yeah. but like I've just felt like a straight hoe watching him because <laughs> I was like, wow, oh. I am just so into you. Like, damn it. I mean, me with Jimin. <laughs> this is where Jimin had like that deep V-neck loose shirt on and so much chest, so much abs so just much bare skin oh, God. that shirt was just all over yeah dying absolutely <laughs> dying um also so like when we get to the bridge the bridge was one of our favorite features of this song you know just listening to it from proof and hearing j-hope do it live and i love that they added the auto-tune on his mic here mm-hmm. live i think that that is such an integral part of his style for this song and he even brought some of that auto-tune style into jack in the box i just think that's his vibe. So yeah. I love that. I love that he got that live. And his fucking bridge is so incredible because um, he 
comes like I just want to talk about the choreography of that course, happens yeah. there. All of BTS kind of move around, you know, like in the background. You don't really know where they're at. You kind of see Young doing a little choreo behind J-Hope as his verse is going. And then when he starts to list off the members and thank them, they just kind of saunter out from behind mm-hmm. them and kind of like acknowledge the crowd like Namjoon puts his hand up. Jimin does like a dance move. Oh my fucking God. I could watch that Iconic. over and over and over yep. and over again. Iconic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Most yeah. iconic moment of the concert. Yeah. I absolutely, I mean, for the choreo to build that in, you know, with the lyrics of just J-Hope calling out each and every member and them coming out and stepping out in their own individual way, it's just unforgettable. Right. I mean, we were like, whoa, we were yeah. freaking out when it happened. <laughs> I mean, not only are we just like fangirling over this, God, this undeniably like this god of j-hope who is like presented in front of us he looks so incredible right but for him to be doing this amazing bridge and then for them to all come out in that way was uh, i mean there was no other way they could do it it was amazing. great yeah. it was a perfect performance like any like the choreography of the main chorus too <gasps> incredible and so just every single element of this performance of run bts was perfect yeah yeah the choreography i really hope that we get a dance practice because mm-hmm. i don't i've been seeing that people are like oh yeah we should have like a tiktok dance challenge but can anyone even learn this choreo oh my gosh. like the choreo is intricate it is fast it is quick uh-huh. it is powerful um i just yeah the motions where they look like they're kind of driving a car but i mean just like the footwork is quick the hands are quick the it's so involved it's, it's so, so so involved, involved. and yeah. oh, they absolutely killed it yeah yeah they, did. they put everything they had into it yeah. it showed it really showed yeah powerful performance unforgettable performance unforgettable replaying in our minds constantly yeah 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 um so but actually after this performance the streams crash yeah like fucking i mean that is Weavers, not a coincidence no i mean because it was so unexpected that i think anyone who was just kind of like looking for clips on twitter or like not really watching not really watching it they just flooded to mm-hmm. like oh my god what's happening and yeah. everything crashed neighbor now and weavers crashed and the only place that we could watch it what did we watch it on again um j jtbc yeah jtbc was yeah which i think is where on. a lot of armies watched right. it yeah absolutely no coincidence that after run bts it crashed like i had turned you like of course, like everyone, oh everyone's joining the stream now because they just saw that Run BTS just got performed. Right, right, you right, know? Right. They don't want to miss it. So no, it was horrible though. We were like, no, we're missing so much of the concert. Yeah, like, don't know what's going on. Yeah, we saw a little bit of Save Me, right? Yeah, we saw like a little bit of Save Me, mm-hmm. but we missed a lot of the vocal line songs. Right. Um, we did get to see Run a little bit of Run, mm-hmm. but. Once those vocal line songs came on, we missed them. So I we know. didn't get to see Zero O'Clock or Butterfly. Or Ugg. Or Ugg, Ugg. which I'm so upset about I because know. J-Hope posted like a little bit of his clip on his Instagram where he's coming out onto stage for Ugg. And I'm like, damn, he looks so hot. Right. He's so powerful. Um, and we missed it. But right. hopefully they'll post it somewhere everybody like has said like big hit needs to post the stream yeah because of all of the issues that everybody had that how much we missed they need to post it yeah i agree yeah yeah add that to the additional content you release while bts please are serving please yes yeah feed yeah. us we'll ask nicely <laughs> 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 yes, is that what you just said. yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, really though. Um, um, but we did, we came back at Cypher part three. So we got like, not quite the whole thing, but we got like, I would say the last two thirds of it maybe. Uh-huh. Um, and during the concert, Namjoon said that this would be the very last time that they performed this song. Mm-hmm. And so he had kind of freaked some army out prior to the concert by posting on Weavers and saying that like, um, you know, this would be the last time that they perform and everybody's like, Oh no, they're going to break up or whatever. Um, but really he just meant like some of these songs, they're never going to perform again, which once we got like this whole set list and we see like cypher part three, like we understand, okay, maybe they'll never perform this again. Yeah. They may not or run. I was really shocked by run. I was like, I mean, run BTS into run is pretty fantastic, but I mean, when was the last time I got a run performance? But cypher part three was the performance where we first saw the background change to jack-in-the-box colors during Uh j-hope's verse so um and that kind of like happened quite a few times throughout his verses which i love to see that integration of like solo work into like bts as a whole yeah 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 we'll probably see that a lot down the road yeah also, J-Hope, in his verse of Cypher Part 3, changed his lyrics. So he changed it to his lyrics from more. So he said, I'm thirsty. I need to go surfing on the beat. I'm a fish that met water. So again, like more integration of his solo work here into the BTS as a whole. Yeah. So, so that. neat that he changed his lyrics in, in his verse. Yeah. Yeah. Love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So just so we make sure to mention it, I'll talk about part two of the set list, which is, I feel like for us, the main part of the concert that we really latched onto was part one, just because of Run BTS. I mean, that yeah. was like, to <laughs> us, that was this is what we haven't seen. This is the new, this is the important. Yeah. Yeah. But also older songs that we haven't seen in a long time too. Right. Like, like run, uh, part, part three. three. Yeah. yeah. And butterfly. I mean, we missed it, but I know I would have loved to see butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so part two started with some of their English songs. We got dynamite and then sandwiched in between, uh, dynamite and butter was boy with love right there. So we got dynamite, butter, boy with love. And then their second meant, and then we got some more classics. Like, I would say these are really iconic songs for BTS. They mm-hmm. performed Ma City, which I love because Jimin and Jungkook are both from Busan. So I thought, like, I remember talking to you during the concert, like, this is so special that they're performing this here. Yeah. And they had talked about that it had been, like, over three years since they had performed in Busan oh, at wow. all. So yeah. just being back and being able to perform that song, like, how special for them. Jimin looked so proud, too. Yeah. He was like, Ma City! Oh. Like, he's, like, absolutely into into singing my city in his city yeah Yeah. loved it after that we got dope fire and idol which i mean just iconic trio right there it was great performances Mm -hmm. um they also did not like the entire choreography for those songs but they did some of the choreo like Mm -hmm. there were times where they would come together on stage and do the choreo like for the chorus and then a lot of the times they were just spreading out on stage like vibing with each other interacting with the crowd like really spreading out and you know enjoying themselves too Uh uh-huh yeah yeah and then we got the third ment and then we got um epilogue young forever and for youth so this was kind of like their like the end of the concert before the encore, their Mm -hmm. outro. Um, So really beautiful uh, for for youth where they were standing there with their microphones, just like a really beautiful moment of them just all lined up together. I just couldn't help but to get emotional listening to Young Forever. Mm -hmm. Just thinking, like seeing all of them now with like their longer hair, they're looking very mature. They're into this second chapter. At the time we didn't know, but now we're having... We're, they're gonna go into military enlistment yeah. here 
So for them to be singing forever, we are young, you know, it just makes me emotional thinking about like the, the youth that we've gotten to experience and see BTS go through and now grow out of. And they're, you know, continuing to say like forever young. Yeah. Um, but to see them as these like very mature adults, male mm. adults here, I couldn't help but to be like, you know, like, yeah. is it going to be forever? You yeah. know? <laughs> oh, man. That's what I was thinking during yeah. the concert. I was like, oh, damn it. That. Here I am crying yet again <laughs> at a BTS concert. Right. <laughs> it's what they always do to us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, getting that like right before for youth too, like those two songs back to back were yeah. particularly meaningful and I beautiful. I love the pairing of that. Yeah. yeah. And the, the pairing of Run BTS and Run, I felt like those... I love those little details. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And I just love that their their discography has such continuity. Yes. Like, it's just always been BTS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after, you know, that's kind of like their outro songs, but then they do leave the stage. They have a, a you know, outfit change, and they change into, like, I would say, like, lavender-colored, um, like, sweatshirts, and some yeah. of them have pins all over, and it's kind of like their 2030 yet-to-come, you know, like, outfit for yeah. proof. Um, it's their more casual ending mm-hmm. concert outfits. Like their, yeah, um, they, their encore outfits that yeah, they the usually switch outfits. into. That's it, yeah. 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 So they ended up doing Spring Day, then they had their closing mint, and then they did yet to come to finish. <sighs> yet yeah. to come. Yet to come. Which strikes even more just with that enlistment announcement and yet to come being referenced at the end of that announcement right. as well. And saying that it's a promise to right. Army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spring Day was particularly emotional because we saw that Yoongi got a little emotional Mm -hmm. during spring day like right at the beginning you can kind of see him like hold his head like he's thinking too like no don't cry right you know how many times (laughs) have I heard this song how many times have I sang this song but it's just hard not to feel that like BTS army connection that love whenever we see them perform uh, live in concert you know it's just so so strong in those moments but we are going to talk a little bit about their their closing ments because they had a lot to to say here. Yeah. They're also linked here in the doc if you want to read them. Yeah. So Jungkook said Namjoon said that today is his first time to come without thoughts, but I always come without thoughts. Sorry. Today we met ARMY with songs we haven't sung in a while and with songs a lot of you liked. I think we did our best, but how was it for you? If you like it, then we like it too. Today... It's our ninth year, right? Almost 10 years for us. Today, while being on stage, I, who's not a deep thinker, did some deep thinking. Just that thinking about the course of things from 10 years ago when I was a trainee till now. I've never done this on stage, but I would like to thank the members. As I was on stage, I find this moment being in my hometown with many armies fascinating, and there was a moment where it didn't feel real. So I thought a lot of armies and of the members. I've been having the career for 10 years, nine, and there were times when I had hardship and when I wanted to quit, but the members were there to hold on to me, and because of that, I think I'm able to stand here. You all, BTS, have worked hard all this while. This doesn't mean the end, but I'm saying let's continue to run moving forward. Just like Jiminy said, I want to spend the next 10 years and 10 more years with you. Thank you, and I'm so happy to perform in my hometown today. 
Thank you to the armies who came. As the weather has gotten colder, please take please be careful not to catch a cold. Watch out for cars, people, and take care of yourselves. Make sure to take care of your meals. I'll end it here, and I've been so happy today. I love you, Army. I love you, BTS. I love you. Mm, so sweet that he really shouts out to all of his members, right. you know, really showing that gratitude. <laughs> also that he's like, I'm not a deep thinker, but I right. thought deeply today. <laughs> right. I mean, just of course he's reflecting on the past 10 years here, especially before you know, knowing that this military enlistment announcement is happening right, you know, right after this, um, you know, like, Mm -hmm. wow, I've come so far. I've done so much within these past 10 years that I've Mm -hmm. had and that he's also just like, we are looking forward to the next 10 years and the 10 after that and the two or three more anthology albums that we're going to have. Exactly. Many, many, many more years. more. Yeah. 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 So J-Hope said, I really miss this moment when I performed alone at Hobie Palooza. I felt the emptiness of the other six members. I feel that I have more energy when I'm with them. I cried after that performance because I really miss them. No. Oh, no. <laughs> if I just feel like this, um, how much do you guys miss us? I also feel refreshed. We also showed Run BTS with our new choreo for the first time. I want to talk about the future. Don't worry. I'm not going to say anything big. I think it's time for us to trust each other more in the future. Thank you for coming today. I love you. I did not know that he cried after performing by himself at Hobie Palooza because he did such a fantastic job. Mm -hmm. Um, But wow, he really did feel the the emptiness of his six members and that they really all feed off of each other. Their energy, they're able to absolutely perform their best when they're with each other so uh i think what really stands out about j-hope's meant though is the mentioning of trusting each other more in the future Um, because i feel that the other members really latch on to that and army has really seeked comfort in that yeah we have to trust the plan Mm -hmm. yeah so yungi's meant he said there were many difficulties during this concert here in busan but, however, the past is now gone and those things can only be in the past. I think what's more important and meaningful is that we've made such happy memories today. Recently, while preparing for the set list, although some of you might know this, except my city, all these songs were what we had performed as a group. The memories from June 13th, 2013 to October 15th, 2022 were passing in front of me like the flash of a memory while performing. I feel so relieved. It makes me relieved that... I met you guys more than once in Busan, and it makes me relieved that we can hear your loud cheering, really. Some people say BTS has gotten old and other things, and it's been about six years since we first got the grand prize, but perhaps we can continue being here for the following 10 years, 20 years, and even 30 more years. So everyone, let's grow old together. However, thank you. I love you. I really love you. Mm. Ah, so like really just what's standing out to me is again, the longevity, Yeah, like the plans to be together as BTS for 10, 20, 30 years. I mean, it's true that together they are everything and they have become such a strongly bonded family that without each other on stage, like what J-Hope said, it doesn't feel right. Mm -hmm. Like they 
love to make music together and to perform together and they love who they are as bts they're gonna be all men performing together. yes oh i can't yeah. wait to see like 60 year old yoongi sitting on a stool on stage i will still be fangirling over him i will be so dying yeah. <laughs> i'll be a 60 also just right there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so taehyung yeah. he said army did you miss us we we missed you so much army while doing this concert with the members there was something i was curious about and, and Yoongi says, it's not our fault. And then Taehyung says, I suddenly thought about this. I thought, ARMY will be surprised if we see our concert again, or if they see our concert again. Through this concert, although, it's a one-time event. We prepared a lot, and the choreography for Run BTS is really hard. Aww. I was really looking forward to seeing whether ARMY would like it. Did you like it? must have been a there was a lot of cheering there Lots was so cheering. much cheering after yeah. that i mean we loved it we absolutely loved it It was the <laughs> highlight of the concert for sure at least in my eyes um and then he said oh i can't talk i can't talk for a long time thank you and then jk is like is that how you're gonna end it and Yugi's like it's clean like it, it's good <laughs> cut him off while the, he's yeah, before he's rambling pur- yeah right. and so Young just ends by saying oh i purple you oh sweet Young. bar hey yeah Okay, so Namjoon says, Aigu, hello. And Jungkook says, director. And Namjoon <laughs> says, no, I didn't want to go last today, but always last. Or I was always last, but today I wanted to do it naturally. So yes, I'll do it now. Busan, it's been a while since we met. As you saw, I wanted to look good for you guys, so I cut my hair. Damn. Uh, yes, still, we haven't aged yet. If these friends cut back their hair, would you say it's possible for them to be 23 years old? Um, and then Jin said, how old do I look? Namjoon said, 25. And Jin said, thanks. thanks. <laughs> Jin's just looking for the compliments. <laughs> right, he, always. He is not afraid to fish for those compliments. No. no. And he knows he can get it from Namjoon. Of course he can. <laughs> so Namjoon says, anyway... I'm a person who always has a lot to say, but today, for the first time, I didn't think about anything and came. Just today, I want to protect or give protection to you through today's memories. We actually, after the Speak Yourself show in Busan for the last time in 2019, we didn't have the experience of trying to put on a proper show here for three years. Thanks for waiting for us, and it's our first time doing a show where the audience stands with no chairs in front, so sorry if if the stage is insufficient or missing something. During Idol and Fire, we wanted to go down and run beside you, but we couldn't due to security reasons, so I apologize. Anyways, even if I didn't say much, I trust you'll understand. Oh, and even if things happen in front of us, the seven of us feel the same, and if you please believe in us, no matter what happens in the future, we will continue steadfastly and make music happily. So as Hosoki said, I hope you have faith in us. It would be nice if we could take the memories of today in a fun way. Mm. ah so i just love his sentiment first of all i noticed that about the stage to me it reminded me of like size performance festival where it was just Mm -hmm. like this sea of people just standing and then the seats that was very much the setup that bts had here Mm -hmm. um and then second of all i love changed venues right i don't know if you knew that right i forgot what the original venue was supposed to be Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of changes that went on and then there was also like a delay in people getting inside the venue Mm because they were supposed to get in like that like Jen's truck that we see in like the run BTS right. music video, but 
um, there was like security issues with that too, because of how people were like still flooding in. Mm. Yeah. So he could definitely be referencing like those, yeah, just you know, some of those pre-concert hiccups. issues. Yeah. yeah. But I love what he says at the end, which to me kind of like hints at this, you know, upcoming announcement of enlistment of saying, you know, even things that happen in front of us, the seven of us feel the same as you do. And mm-hmm. if you just believe in us, you know, we will continue to make music happily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like Hosoki said, I hope you have faith in us faith and trust in yeah them. yeah and we can definitely i feel like all of army can walk away from that concert experience like loving it and feeling good about having seen that concert yeah. and what they did for us there yeah and feeling great about just where bts are right now they just were so happy on stage i mean you really could feel the love yeah with all of them yeah, yeah. for sure so jimin said did you enjoy yourselves when I think of this ending, I feel quite sad, though this is not our last concert, as we'll keep going. Everyone, don't be too sad. Also, thank you for the birthday wishes. Oh, yeah, they sing happy birthday to Jimmy. Amazing. Yes, so, so special, so, so special yeah. that they did that. Yeah. Um, everyone, since I'm a year older now, I've had been thinking a lot about this. I really didn't want to age. No, but I want to continue having concerts in this appearance with all of you. Hence, I keep thinking about having to grow older. These days, I have a lot of conversations with you, especially today. I feel rather than thinking about aging, I'm not usually curious about this, but now I'm getting curious about whatever I'll look like in 10 years. I'm very much looking forward. I think it'll be happy and not all that scary. So I think we can keep going and make many more memories. Perhaps it's still a little preview of what's to come. We should just keep going, 30s, 40s. And then JK says, are you confident? And Jimin says, I am, 70-year-old BTS. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) He says, anyways, I was happy today, as expected. We feel like ourselves, and it's always meaningful whenever we're with you. I hope we can meet again as soon as possible. Thank you for coming, everyone. Precious. Precious. I love that it was his birthday, too. Yeah, he's going to look gorgeous at 70. Oh, God. Forever, Park Jimin. He won't age. He won't. He won't. (laughs) Uh, Then we have Jin, and he said, I thought and lot... I thought a lot and felt a lot about the concert today. First, this is the last scheduled concert, and I'm asking myself, when is the next one? We will definitely have more concerts in the future, so don't worry. My throat was not well these past two weeks, and I kept living in the ENT office. I kept praying, and even 10 minutes before the concert, I couldn't speak. But when I stepped on stage, I became fine. I have something I want to tell you. After J-Hope's solo debut, my album will be out. (gasps) Yes! Actually, it's not a normal album, but more of a single. I collaborated with someone I admire. I have a lot of content to share with you guys. I hope you enjoy it. I'm very happy today. Thank you. I love you. Ah, oh. lots of content to share with us. Yeah. We've got a single. We now know it's Coldplay yes. that he was referring to. So exciting. Also, I'm just like really shocked hearing that he was like living at the ENT office and yeah. that his throat wasn't well up until like 10 minutes before the mm. concert because during Run Run BTS, his vocals were standing out so much mm-hmm. to me. Like those high notes in Run BTS, not easy to sing. And he was belting it so yeah. clearly and perfectly in pitch and just like... I mean, we were, I was awing over the choreography, but I'm like, did you hear Jen? Like, did you just hear Jen there? Like, oh my God, Jen. Yeah. Yeah, His voice was 
I mean, some of the best vocals I've heard from him, which is crazy yeah. that he hasn't been like his throat hasn't been Meant well to be that he was Meant able to, to step on stage and do that. Yeah. Um, also, I just love that he says, I have a lot of content to share with you guys. Yes. Like content. I can't wait for all that comes with this single. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love that we definitely have that to look forward to. And we're feeling OK about enlistment. Yes, we are. And we had a great, amazing concert from BTS this past weekend mm-hmm. um so we've really uh been enjoying our bts time lately and we hope that you iconics enjoyed listening to this conversation about it all uh we know it's a little on the long side but this was <laughs> a lot of information y'all so it was it really was yeah. but you know we will hopefully see some of you guys at the iconic hangout next week yes um and then after that we'll talk about Jin's solo songs right. or whatever he's coming out with we'll see a busy um, october right <laughs> <laughs> um, so of course you can find links for all of the things in the description and we definitely first want to thank our VIP iconics especially Eileen Michelle Deja Meg Rachel Robin Emily Madison Holly and Sophia we love you guys so so much thank you for all of the support and uh, yeah absolutely yeah Borhe Borhe thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS BTS